You are now tuned in with Dr. E. Entertainment inspired by R.E.D. This is the Everyday Podcast for the Everyday Man. Guys, welcome back. Welcome back to another awesome epic episode of the R.E.D. Podcast. It's the Everyday Podcast for the Everyday People. Generally, guys, I start off the episode by talking about my week and all the wonderful things that I've done and discovered and blah, 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 blah. But today I wanted to make it a little bit more personal. So we're opening up this week's episode uh, with a special shout out to Richard Belzer. Now, for those of you who do not know, you know Richard, but you don't know that you know that you know Richard. Munch. John Munch. Sound familiar? Also known as Detective or Sergeant John Munch. Well, he's the Law and Order actor. He portrayed the character for some 23 years. And unfortunately, <clears throat> he has fallen asleep in death. Richard J. Belzer has fallen asleep in death, February 19th, 2023. Oh, man. Born in Bridgeport, Connecticut in August 4th of 1944 to a Jewish family. He was the show before Olivia took off, before Stabler ascended, it was Munch. When I read the article, and it came to me that um, he had passed away, it was rough. Good actors are, are falling asleep in death. And I'm getting old. I'm getting old. It's, uh, it's one of those stories where it's like, it kind of causes you to pause and think for a minute. And then you realize like, wow, like life really is happening. Like life really is going on. And wow. Just want to give you a shout out, Richard, uh, for whatever or whoever you have in your family remaining. You were uh, an honor, an honor to watch and uh, love you here on the R.E.D. podcast, man. We, we really are going to miss just that very presence and essence that you brought uh, each and every day uh, to your work. Now, in other news, uh, now we're going back to our main craft, our, our niche, as it were, niche. I say niche, but you know, some people with their accents, whatever. An 11-year-old dies after tragic accident in Goodnight Middle School parking lot and Santa Marcos. The school district has canceled classes at the campus for the rest of the day. We're going now, guys, to San Marcos, Texas. Never been. Have no intentions of visiting Texas after these stories. This is like the 15th Texas story that I've heard or, or I've had the opportunity to report on. And it's just, it doesn't make any sense. An 11-year-old student died Friday morning after a traffic accident in the parking lot of Goodnight Middle School, multiple officials have confirmed. The San Marcos Police Department, the SMPD, said at approximately 8.30 a.m. Friday, officers responded to Goodnight Middle School following a report of a collision. The school resource officer communicated over police radio that a vehicle had struck a student in the parking lot. Now, here comes the glorious superintendent, Dr. Michael Cardona. He says school staff quickly 
placed the campus on an emergency hold just after 9 a.m. There was no threat to the campus. Additional officers arrived on the scene and confirmed an 11-year-old struck student had been struck by a vehicle in the drop-off lane. We're dropping kids off. Gotta be more aware, man. I, I get it. I get it. Accidents happen. And accidents will happen. We're not we're not saying that they won't happen. But dude, you, you guys gotta be more aware out there when you're driving vehicles. You have to be more aware because you don't know whose life you're changing. So someone may conclude, oh, this is an accident, they didn't mean to do it, et cetera, et cetera. But the reality of the situation is that these kids were affected. These kids were hurt. This family is now at a position in life where they're uneasy. And they're uneasy because of the the mistake of someone else. It's a mistake that you can't take back. Guys, use your brains out there. When you're making decisions, use your brain, man. This podcast is a lot more than just coming to you live with entertainment, telling funny stories, joking and laughing, because true entertainment encourages you to learn something. And if you're not learning on this podcast, why am I here every week? Why am I in this chair? Why do I do what I do? So please, these stories, when we go into those humorous stories, don't miss the point of the education. Don't be ignorant. Don't don't sell yourself short. To the families of the victim of this 11-year-old in Texas, San Marcos, the hearts of the Everyday Podcast, R-E-D, we are with you guys because you guys are the everyday people, the ones that we're doing this for. So we just want to express our love and thanks and gratitude uh, for being able to share that with you guys. Now, in some situations, you'll find that students are taking a different approach. We're going to a middle school this time, and it's Birdie County. Boom. Birdie County Middle School student speaks out after argument with teacher surfaces online. Before I read this article, keep in mind, guys, in the time of the 90s, maybe even the 80s, you could say things to kids and get away with it. Hit that Scooby-Doo line. I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for those meddling kids. Well, it's not because of those meddling kids. It's because of the meddling life that we live in. The perspective of abuse, entertainment, happiness, joy, it's changed. Birdie County, North Carolina. A middle schooler in the East is speaking out after an audio recording of an argument between her and Birdie County teacher made the rounds on social media. Guys, don't forget, we are living in the age, the era, the source, the nucleus of social media. One way or another, we're going to see you. We're going to get you, get you, get you, get you. One way, maybe next week, we're going to find you. We're going to get you. Yeah, you can't hide in this era. There is no hiding anything anymore. There is no sneaking around in this era. In the recording, the teacher can be heard calling the student stupid and ignorant. Let's just talk about those words for a minute. Stupid and ignorant. Stupid, the definition of stupid, to be stupid. Ignorant, the definition of ignorant, to be ignorant. Okay? I'm just being humorous there, of course. Stupid, not knowing ignorant, choosing not to know. The bottom line is these are common words. I've been called stupid or ignorant many a day by teachers, principals, etc. because chances are I was acting stupid or ignorant. 
But today you cannot do that. So if a kid is acting stupid or innocent today, you have to say, use your words, Johnny. Or, or here's my favorite one. And I agree with that. And your opinion has worth, Johnny. But no, 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 no. Tense moments unfolded at Birdie Middle School on Thursday when 13-year-old Sanaja Scott and her teacher got into an argument. Takes two people to argue, people. Two people to argue. Now, Scott claims the argument began because she had her headphones on during class. And when the teacher was telling students to be quiet, Scott said she didn't hear her. When Scott's recording nears its end, the teacher can be heard talking about the student's size. Yikes, that's not good for the teacher. She says, <clears throat> got to read this properly. You can get your big tail up and get out, the teacher said. Now we're talking about someone's weight. As a person who's put on a few pounds <laughs> over the years, I'm going to say that's pretty much fighting territory. Like, just don't come for the weight. Don't. I already talked about my hair and my weight. She was trying to make a big scene when she was calling me big. I don't like how she said that in front of the whole class. People were recording and it's all posted on social media and stuff, Scott said. In the recording, Scott can be heard saying, okay, well, you didn't have to call me a girl because I've got a name. I'm not your slavery. Wow. The teacher responds, you are a girl. You so stupid. You don't even know what a slave name is. The teacher can also be heard saying, when you get a master's degree, you can talk to me. There we go with that. <laughs> you know, we see that on TikTok all the time. Teachers, you know, the five methods they use to get the class to quiet down. You know, I'll wait because I have my college degree. I have my education. So I guess the teacher was going for that. Totally backfired because it didn't work. And she ended up being on the viral scope. It says the district is aware of the situation that occurred at Birdie Middle School, and we are investigating it thoroughly. That word investigate. I'm going to literally put that on one of my merch T-shirts. It's going to say investigate because that's what the, the schools always say. And then you never hear anything else later all about it. Uh, Scott's mother, Latoya Brimley, hopes that the school leaders take action. Kids bring guns and stuff to school to try to retaliate. And kids every day commit suicide because of this. This is why I reached out to someone to try to get help for my daughter in this situation. And honestly, maybe four, five, six, seven, eight, nineteen, twelve, thirteen 12, 13 years ago, I would have said, mm, she's being a bit dramatic. This mom is being a, a bit dramatic. But today, you can't leave it to chance. You can't. You have to take every accusation, every threat, every insecurity, everything that's not stable and just grain of salt, grain of salt. So I hope that it didn't damage uh, Miss Scott. Sometimes people say things that they don't mean. I know I'm guilty of that. When you get angry, your emotions are riled up. You will say things that you don't mean. But the bottom line is you still have to be professional. Uh, you still have to carry yourself in a way that people are going to learn by your example. If you're a manager at a company, you just can't lash out on your people and say whatever you want. That's not how life works. You have to bear it and grin, so to speak. So please keep that in mind, guys, when dealing with uh, with persons that are under your authority. It does go a long way when you dignify them, even when they treat you not so nice. Now, guys, you all know I uh, reside in New Jersey. Boom. Garden State. Holla. <laughs> 
which is ironic because New Jersey just looks like shriveled old leaves, but that's another story. And anytime a New Jersey story comes my way, I've mentioned this a thousand times before. I try to stay away from it because the Garden State podcast does New Jersey news. And I don't want to feel like I'm stealing stories from them, but I do all school news. So this one is definitely in our category. We're going to New Brunswick again. And the last time we were in New Brunswick, we were investigating the situation in which an Asian woman presented to be a student. It's Yang Yang. Well, today we're going back because students are taking matters into their own hands. A New Jersey boy recovering from a brutal stabbing he endured after leaving school on Wednesday remains hospitalized, but is out of the ICU. The alleged attacker, a fellow student, is behind bars. You guys see that more and more young persons, these students going to prison being locked up because of these small wanton acts of things that can destroy their life. 11-year-old Smalin Jimenez was rushed into surgery and sedated for days. Saturday, his family said he was released from the ICU and talking. Juan Jimenez, Smalin's father, said the boy who stabbed his son minutes after Shoal Middle School in Perth Amboy let out, walked around the school with the kitchen knife used in the attack. There was a good Samaritan there. Zenovia Cruz. We want to shout you out this podcast. Zenovia Cruz was on her way to pick up her niece, her fifth grade niece. The boy that was stabbed, Smalin, he flagged her down from a few blocks away. She said she put down her car window and she saw the blood in his hand. She asked if he was okay. She lifted up his shirt and she saw all of the stab markings. She acted quickly. She put him in her car and spotted EMS workers a block away. Jimenez, who credits Cruz with saving his son's life, said there must be better protections at the school. I want to say that it is honorable I've been in situations, guys, where people have been on the street. They've seen someone in a car accident. They've watched it live. Won't help them. The world we live in today is scary. People are crazy. People are victims. People are upset, angry, vengeful, hatred in the heart. You can't judge what people do because you don't know what they've been through. I think I learned that this week. Everyone seems a bad guy when they are not understood by us. But the reality is everyone who is a bad guy or just as well as everyone could be a bad guy, they can also be victims. So it's just interesting. It's just interesting. When you think about everything that people go through on a daily basis and what causes them to act the way that they act. I hope that Zenovia, her parents, even though she's a grown woman, you realize that you raised a wonderful woman. And if you feel like you didn't, then it's good that she decided to choose the way that she chose to live her life. Because she probably saved this young man's life. For the parents of the victims involved in the stabbing, loved by the Everyday Podcast.
We care deeply about you guys. And if you ever see this video, feel free to drop us a comment. We love conversing with you guys in the comments. Because you know what makes me sick? What makes me sick is when you have these content creators, you have these people on TikTok, and we're not celebrities. You know, we're people who are good at what we do. It's that that's a way of life, whatever. And then if you're fortunate enough, you, you know, you, you escalate, you know, you build followers you, after a while of grinding out there, you build YouTube subscribers and people stay and eventually it graduates into monetary uh, compensation. But when I look at the comment feed, I notice a lot of these people don't respond. They don't communicate with these followers, these people who helped them become established, who kept the algorithm rolling in their behalf. Why not? We try our best on the Everyday Podcast by R.A.D. to get back to you guys. We try hard to make sure we identify and check every comment to make sure you guys, your feelings are not left in cyberspace. That's disgusting. Just utterly disgusting. We want to hear from you. We yearn to hear from you. And we love coming to you each and every week. So don't forget that, guys. Don't forget that at all. Our next story. Michigan police charged teen boys and high school honor student Jack Schneider Snyder's carjacking murder. Jack Snyder offered boys who are walking in freezing weather conditions a ride when they allegedly kill him. Good story. Good story. Michigan authorities have arrested and charged Two teenage boys, ages 13 and 14, in connection with the carjacking and murder of Battle Creek Central High School honor student Jack Snyder. Snyder was shot to death on February the 17th on the corner of Battle Creek Avenue and Capitol Avenue in Battle Creek, Michigan. When he offered a ride to the two young suspects as he was driving home from his girlfriend's house around midnight. On this night, he was trying to do what he thought was the right thing by offering a ride to these two younger kids walking in the freezing weather. It was a miserable night that night, cold, windy, snow and rain, says Battle Creek Police Department Sergeant Chris Rabbit. The 13-year-old and the 14-year-old had evil intent. They allegedly targeted Snyder after he offered them kindness. Police initially responded to the incident at 12.11 a.m. when they found his body and the road next to his vehicle. Detectives have recovered a handgun that they believed may be the murder weapon, though they cannot confirm until it is analyzed by forensic experts. Witnesses said one suspect wore a black and red jacket and had long, messy hair, while the other wore a black jacket with white patches and a ski mask style hat, a press release states. I can't, and I'm looking at these photos of of Jack Snyder, I can't begin to comprehend the devastation that this 17-year-old's family is going through. And this podcast is kind of like on a mellow tone this week, guys. I know usually we're joking and laughing and going crazy, but that's devastating. You live in a world now where you can't even do the right thing because the right thing may lead you to the wrong thing. That's serious. That's a heart attack. When you think about the trials, the agony and the anxiety brought on to this family, the Snyder family, and what what is more devastating 
was that he is never going to be able to uh, get that opportunity again. Jack Snyder was 17 years old and a member of the National Honor Society. He had a girlfriend. He had a, he was in a, a relationship. Here's what the uh, sergeant goes on to say. It's an extremely tragic situation, and I agree 100%. Describing Snyder as a 17-year-old young man who was getting ready to pursue his dreams after high school doing all the normal things a 17-year-old would do. The average 17-year-old would not have offered them that ride. And today on this podcast, I can understand why. But what's interesting, guys, is that these two who caused this murder are 13 and 14 years old. I don't know about you, but I weep for the future. This generation of today, more interested with media, and themselves, and looking a certain way, and being a certain way, and talking a certain way, and sounding a certain way. It's not necessary. People will ask me all the time, Rashawn, how do you keep confidence? How do you keep cool? Simple answer. I don't care. I don't care. You are going to find yourself in a situation, sad to say, like Jack Snyder, if you care too much about what people think. I don't like that hat. I don't like that shirt he's wearing. Why is that your business? It's up to the wearer, not the weary. And so it's something for all of us to keep in mind after we listen and meditate on this episode. That sometimes it's just better to keep to yourself. And I know the family of Jack uh, would feel uh, very, very differently about uh, their son offering these boys a ride had they known what the outcome would be. The hearts are, are with you guys. The circumstances are difficult and they seem bleak, but you will come off victorious. Each day, it will get better, speaking from experience. In Summit Middle School, our next topic, there is uh, some employees accused of not reporting sexual abuse. Frisco, Colorado. Three employees and one former employee of Summit County School District were indicted and accused of failing to report child abuse at Summit Middle School. Specifically, the allegations involve ignoring reports from several students of inappropriate touching by a teacher, according to an indictment. That teacher, Leonard Grams, was later charged with multiple counts of sexual assault of a child. Principal Greg Guevara, 45, Counselor Maureen Flanagan, 48, and HR Specialist Amanda Southern, 48, and former HR Director Grant Schmidt, 55, were indicted. According to the indictment, it was in late September of 2021, a student reported to Flanagan, her counselor, that Grams had inappropriately touched her during PE class. In October of that same year, two other students came forward and alleged the same thing. An inquiry by Southern and Schmidt was launched and included interviews with three students as well as Grams. It was closed after two days. Why is this here? Why are we discussing this now? On this podcast, we talk all about coming forward and speaking about challenges and trials you're having. But we realize that it's not easy because who can a kid or a student turn to when the very persons that they're supposed to trust to be there for them are the ones doing the damage? 
A cycle, a vicious cycle is created. Don't give in to the cycle, guys. Keep trying. If your teachers are not listening, tell your parents. If your parents are not listening, tell the police. If the police aren't listening, tell the CIA. Find someone who is going to help you get out of these devastating circumstances. In some cases, it's best not to even go to school because you're protecting yourself. You've got to protect yourself. I don't know what makes people function in a manner that they do. Some people, they decide not to tell because they're afraid. Some people decide not to speak up because they're they're victims themselves. Whatever the case, do not allow yourself to stand down to something that you clearly know is wrong. For the students who are involved in this incident, please, we hope that you guys take courage, take comfort, and get the assistance that you need. Hopefully, the judge will order that the school system and the directors of the board uh, will be able to give you guys the counseling and, and support that you need during that very difficult time because it really is a devastating shame. We do not want to leave you guys without giving you something amazing, something encouraging, something powerful, something unique, something beautiful, something spot on, man. It's our Hero of the Week story, and it's my favorite time of podcast. High school students raised $260,000 for elderly custodian so he can retire. Three high school seniors from Callisburg, Texas, learned that an 80-year-old janitor at their school didn't have enough money to retire, so they decided to help him out. The trio, Grayson Thurman, Marty Yosko, and Banner Tidwell from Callisburg High School, launched a GoFundMe campaign on February 15th that generated more than 8,000 donations, totaling about $260,000. Most of the donations came from Callisburg students and staff, the students said. Wow, what a wonderful, wonderful way to help someone retire. I don't know, maybe I should be a janitor. <laughs> Anyways, guys, that's all we have for the Everyday Podcast for today. It is always a pleasure, a privilege, and an honor to be able to come to you guys. Uh, this is R.E.D. Love you very much. And don't forget to call in, guys. We love to hear those voicemails. Love to play them on the show. If you have been called in, don't wait too long. That number is 732-535-7340. This has been the Everyday Podcast for the Everyday People. This is the Everyday Podcast for the Everyday Man.